Patrick Carton. I'm an air traffic controller at the New York TRACON, and I am the controller that helps Sully land his flight during America on the Hudson. Now, what does an air traffic controller do, and who inspired you on this career path? So, an air traffic controller's primary job is to make sure that aircraft get to their destination safely. So, we guide them to make sure they accomplish that goal. Uh, as far as uh, um, inspiring me to become an air traffic controller. My father is actually an air traffic controller. Initially, I didn't want to follow the same career path of, as him. But as I was finishing college with a degree in biochemistry, and I had no idea what I wanted to do with it, my dad said, you know, why don't you just check out what I do and see if you like it? And it turned out I did. That's great. Now, at any given moment, how many aircraft are under your direction and how many colleagues work alongside you? Usually we have about seven or eight colleagues around me uh, working the LaGuardia airspace, uh, different parts of the sector, you know, arrivals, departures, feed, final type thing. And at any given moment, you could have up to about 20 aircraft on your frequency. Now on January 15th, 2009, the miracle on the Hudson was one of the most successful aviation disasters in history. What was your role in that success? So um, my primary function uh, during an emergency is to assist the pilot and get him everything that he needs. And uh, obviously this was no different. Um, so as the flight was progressing, I made sure the airspace was clear for him to fly wherever he needed to go and that all the runway options were available to him by coordinating with the towers. Uh, and by communicating this with uh, Sully in a calm way, we both can remain, could remain calm and uh, kind of work the problem because that's what we were doing. We're both working the problem from different, different sides of the scope. Um, so by me making sure everything was available for him, he could just focus on flying the airplane and not have to worry about if he needed to go to XYZ, if it was gonna be an option for him. Now you are an endurance athlete. How did your mm -hmm. athletic training 
prepare you to respond to this crisis situation? Well, yeah, uh, athletic training uh, teaches you a lot of things in life, um, especially like I was thinking about the, the Ironmans and um, you get into the, uh, the marathon portion site and you have to run 26.2 miles. It's an overwhelming thought when you're already, you know, six, seven, eight hours into a race. Um, but you don't think about the whole marathon. You don't think of the marathon as a whole. You break it up into smaller parts. You think I got to get to the next water station. Then that's a much easier uh, test to manage mentally. And the same thing applies to, you know, uh, bad situations that happen at work. Um, when the emergency happened, I wasn't thinking about how do I get to the total outcome? It's like, what do I have to do first? So you kind of break it up into parts and you do that, you know, mentally you do that, you compartmentalize everything. Now, have you met Captain Sullenberger or any of the crew and passengers? Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, I met Captain Sully first time when we both had to testify in front of Congress in February after the incident. Uh, it's the first time I met him. And then every, every year on January 15th, we get together with some of the passengers and sometimes Sully will be there. Sometimes we'll, we'll get him in on a phone call. Um, but we get together to celebrate the anniversary and kind of celebrate life. So we get to see each other a lot now. now I understand he, he played a pretty key role in your completion of a major marathon yep the new york city marathon uh when we're coming up on the 10-year anniversary i'd never i've done a couple of marathons i did boston twice but i never did new york city and i always wanted to do new york city um and i thought it would be cool if we could kind of work that in where sully would be there at the end to give me my medal when i finished the race so and uh new york city marathon was nice enough to accommodate that and, and made that happen what a great event I always so much fun. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> now, a lot of time patients get a little scared when they're stuck in the hospital for a length of time. Were you mm -hmm. ever a little scared, like the first day that you had to go back to work after the Hudson land? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so as a controller, to kind of deal with the stress of what you have to do every day, you kind of, you, you believe that you could handle anything and you know, your total control of the, of the situation or what's going on. But uh, one thing that I learned from the Miracle on the Hudson was that sometimes get to the, things will get to the point where it's kind of out of your control. And no matter what you do, you can't really change what is going to happen. You can only handle it as best you could. So initially when I went back, yeah, I was a little nervous that something like that could happen again. Now, has the positive outcome of this event given you confidence that you can handle almost any issue that comes across your life? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now that we're 12 years past and after the initial fear of going back to work, um, you kind of, I kind of thought that, well, came to the thought process that things can happen that uh, are not good, not optimal, but I have confidence in the fact that no matter what happens, that I'll be able to handle it to the best of my ability. So, and that's really all you could ask for. Um, I, there's nothing more you can do than just try to handle it to the best of your ability. So I know I can do that uh, no matter what life throws at me. Well, it's great, Patrick. Thank you for your time today. I know your story is an inspiration to pediatric patients everywhere. And we hope that you continue to have a great career. We hope you don't Thank have you. to have any more Miracle on the Hudson's or some <laughs> such things. 
And, and, <laughs> and thank you for being the inspiration that you are. I appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.